Hey, hey, everyone. Yo. <laughs> no, it's what it's still it? What day is it? It's what? Tuesday. It's Tuesday, it's our favorite day. Cannabis what? and Chardonnay Day. It's Tuesday. What day Cannabis is it? and Chardonnay Day. Tuning uh, in. People are fighting all over the world. Uh, and so today we're gonna talk about bullying. Let's talk about But before about we it. talk about bullying, Silas got something for the people. You're reaching right. the people through what, Stylus? What are we reaching the people through the music? Through the music, people. Yes, you know who you're watching. All you're right. watching All right. Creative Bully. You're watching what up? Sin. You're watching Stylus, aka Cannabis and Chardonnay. Yeah. So roll up and guess who can drink wine again? This girl. This girl. This girl, and I can smoke again. So we are about to get super lit and talk about something important. And I got so used to my teacup that I poured my cannabis. I'm sorry, I poured my Chardonnay. That's in smart. That would be a great oh. photo shoot. Hey, send yep. in your best selfie of cannabis in a teacup. Cannabis in a teacup. <laughs> hey, I'm all about that life. But before we get into that, like I said, it's your girl Sin. Who are you again? Stylist, what's happening? How Happy Tuesday. You? you can find me at twostylist.com. Mm. Who this, who this, who that handsome guy right there? <laughs> How you doing? The creative bully. And I just want to know where's my shirt. You want your cartoon? Okay, so I had to <laughs> I had to bully him out of a shirt. I was like, yo, stylist, when you gonna get up with them smalls? Yo, he was like, I got you, I got you. So I had to rock it tonight because, like I said. The biggest way that you guys can support us is as you already do by tuning in, sharing. We appreciate you commenting. We appreciate you. But we are also business people. Creative Bully has a clothing line. Stylist has a clothing line. So support both these young black men doing it big. Cartoon Matrix. Because you can sign in a up. You can sign up. Pretty much. You can find the uh, Facebook page. You can also um, find the Instagram and Twitter under Tune Tricks, mm -hmm. T-O-O-N underscore T-R-I-X. And through that, you can just find out more. Yeah, Dope. sign up. We got shirts on the way and creative. We got to get you a shirt. Yeah, yes. yeah, man. Yes. I sure. just don't want to yeah. reveal because I know you you're on, you know, your your your, your weight journey right now. <laughs> you know, so we want to make sure we get the right size. Give us the right size. Bam. <laughs> and creative Word. bully has and his his whole movement creative bully to get that yo creative how can they get in touch with you and support you in your merchandise you guys can get a hold of me at thecreativebully.com for all the links to all my endeavors and um <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> click on one of them links give me a share uh make a purchase do what okay. you gotta do tell a friend and yeah i'm in there CannabisandChardonnay.com, twostylist.com, creativebullymedia.com. So mm -hmm. as we allow you guys to roll up and pour up, Mr. Stylus is the one who brought in today's topic. So Stylus, you care to share with the people why okay. we're talking about bullying? Why we're talking, first off, you have to reveal it. You didn't even reveal it. You just went straight I, okay, to so like Okay, so we're going to start with some music. You want to introduce the music to the people All right. while I put it up? Yes, while I spark up. While we spark up, tell us who we listening to. War. Why can't we be friends, people? I don't know. In 2018. 
people are still bullying in the 2018 people, and I don't understand this. Creative, do you understand why people are bullying, are bullying each other in 2018? No. Just to just to spark a mood, just to Shout say yes. At this time, it eight oh eight weren't as heavy. You know, the most you got was from natural sounds, people playing real instruments. Now in this digital age, it might not be received, but listen to the message, and it really matters because it's really true. Why can't we be friends in the in a time where well, so much said, unification is being? But didn't Drake say no new friends? No new friends. No but new that's friends. after he made his success. Creative bully. Why are we still bullying in 2018? Um, why are we still bullying in 2018? Good question. Um, because people feel left out. People want attention. Um, people are taking out their anger from other things in their life on other people. So we're talking about behavior at that point. So the behavior spectrum is kind of uh, in a disorder, you would say? Yes, yes. What do you mean uh, behavior disorder? No, go ahead, creative. I'm sorry. I want to. We're, we're going to get into it. No, creative. What would, you say? what would you say? It? I want to know. Um, like, let's say um, abuse from parents. And they're taking it out on the kids that they can abuse. Like physical abuse? Yes, physical abuse, mental abuse. Uh yeah, it all I think everything that affects you makes you react, make people react in different ways towards other people. I agree. I think that everything originates from something and that people aren't just going out here just starting trouble. Although maybe people are out here starting trouble. What do you think, stylist? I mean, okay, so let me just explain. I got a new little puppy duppy. And my puppy duppy is just very active. And I've given him say hi. Say hi, Quantum. Hi. I've given <laughs> him food. I've given him everything that you can think about. Treats, love, attention. And he's just he's wants to be around his mom. So we are chilling and dealing with that too. He's being I'm being bullied by a four-month-old puppy, y'all. <laughs> Don't be bullied. Okay. But no, this is a really, really serious topic, you guys. We want to know how you feel about bullying. So put your comments in there. You know we're going to talk about it. Put your questions in there. You know we want to hear. And um, I'll just let you leave this, stylist, because there's been so much in the media. And I'm like, I see the root cause being bullying. Well, speaking of root, first I want to get into the definition of bully. Mm -hmm. uh, and yes, we Googled it. GTS, people. Google that All right. shit. The definition is use superior strength mm -hmm. or influence to intimidate someone, typically to form him or her to do what one wants. Mm -hmm. For example, a local man was 
bullied into helping them. Certain synonyms such as persecute, mm -hmm. oppress, browbeat, harass, torment, intimidate, strong arm, dominate. Mm -hmm. Like, let it resonate. Because it's, to me, it's a word that's been implemented, intentions. has intentions. Yes, and like Creative was talking about behavior. But where does behavior root from? Creative, when you talk about behavior, what do you mean? And I know you said parents teach the behavior, but what's right and what's wrong? Because we live in a society right now that doesn't necessarily believe in right or wrong. And so who are we to govern someone's behavior and call them a bully? What constitutes that outside of the definition? Well, I'm glad you mentioned that because before we get into our next topic, I want to break down six types of bullying everyone should know about. All right. So I have an article. Um, you can find it on verywellfamily.com. We will drop the link below. So just uh, continue to tune in. I'm just going to read the six types. One, sexual bullying. Two, relational aggression. Three, prejudicial bullying. Four, physical bullying. Five, verbal bullying. And six, cyberbullying. Mm -hmm. And like I said, we'll drop the link below. And through that, you can hear more on what the actual, you can read more on what the definitions are and dive in a little bit more on your personal time because I know right now the media is more focused on one specific bullying, which is cyberbullying. Yeah. Cyberbullying is the most, I think physical, would that be relational? Like how you know someone and how you're interacting with them and how like they treat you like, I think more people are experiencing, actually, well, I can't even say that. Let's, I think, let's I think, say I this. Say all people are experiencing bullying, but I think that online bullying is the bullying that's causing a lot of people to really go over the edge because the impression of the internet and the internet being something that is permanent for the most part. A lot of us don't have millions of dollars to, to pay someone to remove all of the negative stuff that's said about us. And I think it has a severe psychological effect, especially on younger people. Well, in, in regards to relational aggression, it states that it's a sneaky and insidious type of bullying that often goes unnoticed by parents and teachers, sometimes yeah. referred to as emotional bullying. Mm -hmm. Relational aggression is a type of social manipulation where tweens and teens try to hurt their peers or sabotage their social standing. Hmm. Creative, what do you think about that? Have you ever experienced bullying? Have you ever dealt with that in school? I mean, I know that in elementary, I was a bully. I know that in elementary, I was definitely a bully, but I think I was a bully acting out of not fitting in. And then by junior high school, I wasn't so much of a bully as I was someone who was always getting into trouble for trying to stand up for what I thought was right. And then it spilled over into high school. And so I was confrontational. Is there a difference between someone who's confrontational and someone who's a bully? So what kind of bullying did you do in uh, 
middle. Okay, so I have a few examples, but I'll choose one example, right? And I had mm -hmm. I had this, I don't know why. Okay, so I was doing a lot of meditating last year, like really praying, asking God to give me direction on my personality and how to channel the better sides of myself, right? Mm. And I started to just think about instances where I felt like I had to be aggressive and authoritative and borderline offensive. And it was always times where I felt like I saw something that I knew and identified strongly to be wrong. And so I confronted that circumstance without considering consequences. Now, whether that situation even needed to be confronted, that's where I struggle. How I chose to confront the circumstance was very like aggressively. And I always commend those people who are able to go through altercations and they're like, I'm so sorry that this is happening. And I apologize instead of being like, you were wrong. F is wrong with you. You need to recognize that you're wrong. You need to apologize. And you know what? I should bust your ass because you need to know you was wrong because in the world, people don't do that. You know, like, I always wish I could be that person that was just real, like, it's cool. Let it go. And sometimes I can be that person, but uh, I'm not consistent at all. So for me, it would be seeing something that I felt was wrong. Like, for instance, a substitute teacher. Mm -hmm. Everybody can identify this in, in junior high school. And for me, it was like, I liked learning. And so when we had substitute teachers, the students would get out of hand. And mm -hmm. I remember standing up in class on multiple occasions being like, y'all need to act like you know, because Mrs. Such and Such is gonna be back and we need to treat this teacher with respect. And I was under 10 years old, I guarantee you. Any of my Facebook friends that have attended elementary school with me and even junior high, comment, let me know how you really felt. And, and, and if you were in those classes, identify, because some of you were. And I would do things like that. And I would not have an explanation outside of, I know that we should be paying attention and we're acting stupid, but it was rooted in my wanting to learn some shit because mm -hmm. I liked learning. Yeah. But I, I was a nerd. Like I was a low key nerd where I got good grades and pretended like I didn't. And then like, I was always like lying about experiencing things with boys and shit just to fit in. I was really very much a nerdy square kid, but I'm grateful now looking back. I was like, yo, I avoided a lot of plagues because a lot of, let me not say that comment. I avoided a lot of plagues, yes. And I avoided a lot of circumstances that I was not mature enough because of my parenting. My father was very active in my life and instrumental in my life. And, and growing up, he was my role model. I very, very much wanted to make sure that my dad was proud. And so when I would get into these altercations, no matter what I was inspired by, I would get in trouble. My father would check me. So like you said, creative, it starts in the home where your parents are like, that is not cute. That's not how we get down. Don't embarrass me in front of these people and go to school and do what you know you need to do. My father never made school to be, oh, wow, you got A's here, something extra. No, he's like, that's what you were supposed to be doing. You were supposed yeah. to be going to school to learn some shit. There's no reward. You know what I mean? And don't go there and embarrass the family. Mm -hmm. Mind your business. Don't start shit. Don't talk back to your teachers. And when you mind your business in school, you don't get caught up in everybody else's business. And I think social media helps to foster bullying because 
we all know what everyone's doing because everyone's putting information out to impress people. Am I wrong, creative? Nope, you're right. What do you think? Have you experienced, like I said, bullying in school? Like, what did that look like for you? Well, growing up, I was um, a little, little, little chubby kid. And um, I really didn't have any problems. Um, I grew up my I grew up around my uncle and he was real like he had a he had a different kind of way to communicate with people. Like he always had the jokes and like the the sharp he had like the sharp one liners. So I learned early how to um what they what they call it, Joan Joan or Clap. I forgot. Yeah. So I learned early, I was quick with it. But um I had a problem on the bus one time. There was a I forgot which grade I was in, but a high school it got on the bus. And he was telling me to get out the seat. So, uh, what? I was stubborn, so I wasn't moving. But there was a girl who stood up for me, and she was like, uh, "He know you sit somewhere else." He was sitting here first, and I remember he just started beating her up on the bus. It was crazy, like he was hitting her hard. So the bus driver, yeah, the bus driver had to pull over. Yeah, the bus driver had to pull over, and he kicked the dude off the bus. So ever since that day, I turned into the person who would like, let's say I've seen somebody getting bullied. I would um, what do you call it? I would jump in the conversation and put the pressure on me to get it off the person who was getting bullied. So now there was a few instances where I could have stopped bullying, but I didn't. And I wish I did now. But for the most part, I would stop in and, you know, I'm saying take the heat off the person that I knew couldn't defend themselves because I knew I could defend myself. Yeah. So as we go old, that was like probably middle school. So as we grow older, get into high school, there's a situation where we had a substitute teacher. And um, you know how, you, you know, like you said, the kids get wild, like start doing what they want to. Yeah. So I started like, I was like a leader in that class. Well, I was the leader. I was either if I wasn't if people go to high school with me, I was either the most popular or if I wasn't the most, I was in the top three. But you I can't see you naming a person that was more popular than me. So I was that guy. So I was the one who I could control the class. Like a lot of classes I was in, I could control them if I wanted to. So once the teacher had a heart attack, then I was like, yo, we tripping. Like so then I calmed the class down and made everybody just behave. Yeah. So, but I was really, other than that one instance on the bus that um with the with the girl and everything, I never really had to deal with no bullying. No, I can identify, man. Like wanting to stick up for other people. Um, I wasn't popular. I was different, and mm-hmm. I think as a child, understanding that you're different and your parents securing you in that it gives you a confidence, Mm -hmm. a fear even of, I can't go here, like I said, and make my parents look crazy because I'm going to get in trouble when I get home. But there's something in you when you know to do right. Yeah. Every time I got in trouble, the one thing my father always did, I kid you not, he never fronted me out in front of my teachers unless I was really, really wrong. But he would defend me. But when I got home, I got dealt with. Listen, you're not the teacher. You're a student. Yeah. Pay attention. Let them kids do what they're going to do. That's not your problem. Why do you feel 
Oh, you gotta be in everybody's business. <laughs> get out was, my business. Get out my business. So I think that having a need to defend yourself is natural. Having a need to defend others is natural. But when it turns physically violent, then we have a problem. Like right now you have all of these kids going through different torments and committing suicide and they're under 15 years old and mm-hmm. you have kids going into schools shooting people up because they were offended like let's really deal with that we know that people aren't happy with their lives we know that parents are overworked underpaid and they're missing some of the most instrumental moments in their children's lives And sometimes they may not realize it, but they're letting that frustration of disappointment out on their children. And I can't even say that as parents that had children, unplanned children, not mistakes because souls are only given by God. There are so many people that are trying to intentionally get pregnant and they cannot. So every child that is brought to the planet is meant to be here. It just so happens that they came a lot sooner than you thought you would have it. But then again, it always shocks me when people are like, I can't believe I got pregnant. But I'm like, didn't you have unprotected sex? But then there are those anomalies where you get pregnant on birth control. I know that firsthand. So I'm just saying when you have unplanned pregnancies, things need to shift enough for you to give that attention and that validation to your child so that when they go out into the world, they're not easily influenced. But I know parents can't control that because kids are growing and developing and we live in a world where, te- where technology is like super fast and you're giving your kids phones because they're many tracking devices. So you want your kids to have a phone so you know where they are at all times. Even if they're under 10 or under 15, they have a cellular phone. And these smartphones access the internet and information and Twitter and all these different things. And it's really scary. You have men being predators. They're posing as younger or they're posing as men who are looking for young people who are under a certain age. And I say young people because it's not just little girls anymore. It's girls and boys. So that being said, Silas, do you want to take us into the next segment of the bully effect let's talk about the bully effect (laughs) all right so i stumbled across this video on uh youtube of course we'll do a screen share yes we'll do a screen share and it's on cartoon networks channel which is a major channel. which is a major platform channel might i add shows cartoons okay but why so we're starting the at nature. this part right here yes we are all right let's check it out folks i'm in the bible okay. no, 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 no. you just don't okay cole stay right here right here i'm gonna ask you guys to shake hands can you do that yeah shake hands cole cole He's not about the shit. You are not going anywhere. He is offering his hand and let this drop. 
Cole's not having go. it. Cole, I expected more. Because he criticizes me every single day. Then why are you around him? I don't. He comes to me. I find me away from him. He follows me. Okay. And he criticizes me, calling me, calling me a pee. Okay, honey, that's not right. He shouldn't do that. I don't even know but what. you know what? He was trying to say he was sorry. He already did, and he didn't mean it. We had you to know continued what? On. You didn't mean it when you stuck out your hand out either. So that means you're just like him. Right? What, what you don't like in him, you don't hurt people. By not shaking his hand, you're just like him. Like someone who pushes you into a wall, threatens to break your arm, threatens to stab you and kill okay. you. He, uh, he, uh, he apologized. And have you reported all that sort of stuff? Yes. Okay, then it's been they taken told, care of. And all of them said, even the cops said, told him to stay away from me. Okay. And he doesn't. All right. Can you try to get along? I think you guys might be really good friends at some time. We were. And they started bullying me. Kim Lockwood is also the assistant principal at yeah. Alex's school. That's the pause, y'all. Creative. Yo, I could tell a dude was the bully before they even pointed out which one was the bully. Like, yo. Two things. His shirt, his collar was way down here. That was one. Mm. Two... When he stuck his hand out, you see how he just held it there? Yeah. Yeah, you could tell he was the aggressive little kid. And that teacher was trash. <laughs> the little kid was like, listen, let me tell you how much self-worth I have. And how and he gave examples of his self-worth. And the teacher combated that. But he said... He was sorry, but he said, he's like, listen, Broad, the police were here. And if he is not afraid of the police, ain't afraid of you. Well, try to be his friend. We were friends and then he started bullying me. It does not get any plainer than that. Mm -hmm. Then you understand the epidemic of suicide. We're gonna take you to another video because we're not playing with this topic of bullying. We're gonna deal with it. And we promise this is going somewhere, guys. We got young people taking their lives. We need to pay attention for just a moment. And a funeral is another screen share so you guys can see what's really going on for yourselves. Held this morning in Florida for Rebecca Sedwick, the sixth grader committed suicide last week. Authorities say she suffered nearly a year of cyberbullying. As Michelle Miller reports, more than a dozen of her classmates could be held responsible. Last Monday, 12-year-old Rebecca Sedwick climbed to the top of this abandoned cement plant and jumped to her death, finally giving in to the girls that had tormented her online for months. They wanted her to kill herself. You haven't killed yourself yet? Would you please just die? They got what they wanted. Her mother, Trisha Norman, says the harassment started over a boy. She tried to get Rebecca away from the bullies by complaining to school officials. She then pulled her out of school, changed her cell phone number, and shut down her Facebook account. But the attackers moved to a variety of messaging apps. The bullying continued by a group of female juveniles on different social media outlets. Authorities are now exploring if charges can be brought against the 15 girls. 
earlier this year, Florida expanded its school bullying law to include cyberbullying and some off-campus activities. Becca wrote this down in her journal, and it says, every day, more and more kids kill themselves because of bullying. How many lives have to be lost until people realize words do matter? Hi, this is my random video. In the weeks before Rebecca's death, her mother thought the abuse had stopped. She says she had no idea that Rebecca had changed her username on one messaging app to that dead girl. She also didn't know about the troubling online searches for razor blades. Another question she asked was, how many Advil do you need to take to die? A memorial has sprung up on the fence surrounding the concrete plant where Rebecca took her own life. And Rebecca's family has started a Facebook page to help stamp out cyberbullying. That, that was my heart. I loved her so much. And this is the least I can do for her. Nobody else would listen. Now that people are finally listening, now that she's gone, I'm not going to let it go. For CBS This Morning, Michelle Miller, Lakeland, Florida. So as you can see, people, this is not a game. And uh, I mean, I, I have to just put this out there. Yes, rest in peace to Mac Miller, because the same cause of this young lady's death, her depression, whatever she was going through, it's not just drugs. So there, there's more to look at, you know? So I just have to put that out there. And rest in peace to the young lady who took her life because she couldn't bear. We just saw a video of a young man that was able to bear the bad advice of his teacher. But what do we do to our, our young women who may not be as equipped emotionally and they're going through this and it's over a boy, over a little boy. Creative, you have nieces. I have nieces, they're gorgeous. I've said it before, I'll say it again and over and over and over. I can only imagine what will have to be endured as they grow older, as we live in this society of competition. It's a, it's a, a culture of competing, a culture of one up in one another. I'm better than you. I'm doing better than you. I can buy a Ferrari that I can't drive with no license. I wanna be the queen of rap forever because I can actually write my rhymes. Competition instead of, you know what? You made it to this level. Do you know how hard it is to compete and attain the attention of the masses through sorcery? These people do live miserable lives. That's why they're paid salespeople. They did not intend to be paid salespeople. They just wanted to do what they loved and get paid for it. But that's not the world that we live in. We live in a world that cultivates covetousness and greed. And it's not a fair world. You don't work hard and it pays off. 
you will work hard and eventually it will pay off, but it's not, hey, you're great at what you just did. You just spent 12 years of your life in college and you have about $100,000 in debt. But guess what? This $28,000 should be enough. And next year, we'll raise you up to possibly 30, 31, 32. Workplace bullying. Didn't you research workplace bullying? I, I did research workplace bullying. Just trying give me, give me that, a moment. I, I really to took my ladder, time and I, I keep up to with the Joneses. I was going to bring that up too. What do you think about that, creative? I like, like, I see workplace bullying as like the employer taking advantage of you mm -hmm. because you can't afford not to have your job. Like, like a situation the other day. They want everybody to stay, but they're not paying overtime. So every I'm the only one who didn't stay. And I'm like, how are you going to stay here and not get paid for your time? And they talking about, oh, we'll compensate you later by uh, letting you leave early. Nah, you let me leave now. You do the work. And it's like every everybody is scared to speak up. But I feel like I'm talented enough and I got enough skills and I'm young enough. I can do whatever I want to. I ain't got to be there. Exactly. So it's like it like whatever situation you're in, that's the way they can manipulate you. And they man, there's so much going on. They cut your hours, then they become clicks and people talking about you. And man, it's crazy. And the crazy part about that is that you mostly hear the rumors of the 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 surface. You never really get to break things down because once you do up into these contracts with these corporations and these businesses that you're actually providing a service to, it, it often limits you because mm -hmm. they write the contracts for their protection, not necessarily their employees, why there's so mm -hmm. many battles going on, employees versus, you know, franchise, yada, yada, so forth. Yeah. You know, but in regards to, you know, uh, battling bullying in the workplace, I discovered an article on money.usnews.com, which also states in, uh, in small underlined detail, one fifth of American adults have experienced bullying at work, according to a 2017 survey. Mm -hmm. Just keep that in mind, that's 2017. And right now we're in a mental illness crisis, what I believe like an epidemic spreading because of, honestly, I feel like lack of information in the information age where most people spend time on social media, hence trolling, hence cyberbullying, hence suicide, <laughs> um, but continuing on. Yeah. It states, it's Monday morning and you're filled with dread. You have to present research at the office this afternoon, but the gnawing feeling in your stomach isn't just performance anxiety. Whenever you speak in front of your team, your boss interrupts to mock what you say. Honey, you speaking to the client? <laughs> Continuing. Sorry, felt some kind of way. It's okay. He questions your judgment, calls you an idiot, and Why even mimics your voice day? in an unflattering way. Worse, a few of your coworkers have started to follow his lead, criticizing your work behind your back and increasingly to your face. You know your contributions are excellent, 
At least you used to know. Lately, you haven't been so sure. Welcome to the world of workplace bullying. Man. That's right. That's what that's called? Workplace bullying. Funny. That's right. The, the, the same sort of name calling, intimidation, and ostracism some children experience on the playground can take root among adults in their offices. So the same thing that's happening on the playground is happening off the playground in an adulthood life. Yep. When constructive criticism crosses a line or a coworker undermines your efforts or your boss starts spreading rumors about your personal life, those are all examples of workplace bullying. The effects of this abusive behavior can be serious. Decreased self-esteem, worsened health and career deterioration. And hey, this article is on us.news, money.usnews.com. All right. And you can you can read on and learn more about the phenomenon and uh, also how to combat it in the links below. You know, like it's a serious case and it, it gets me passionate. Why it dawned upon me was because I'm like, wow, really, it's still happening. Like, what is what is forcing this divide? They keep preaching unification right now. Yet everybody is so divided, yet the world has always been divided. Yeah. Even if the earth and the continents were united at one point, it's still division of culture, ethnicity, and then in more modern times, class. Mm -hmm. And right now we're living in a very classic era. <laughs> Classism exists. Exactly. Right? I just think that creative, you you put a post up, I think it was maybe a month ago or maybe a month and a half. And you said, you can't, you said something to the effect of waiting to have children until you were able to make your own decisions as an entrepreneur, because as long as you would be working for someone, you would have to adhere to the bullshit because you have to pay your bills, right? Mm -hmm. What were you thinking of when you, when you put that statement? What happened that made you want to flesh that out? You don't have to be specific because I understand the trolls be watching, but like, what do you mean when you say that? Um, it was like the situation with um, the overtime at work and just um, like every time something happens, every time something happens in the workplace, the group of people get together and complain to each other. But I'm like, uh, everybody standing around in this group complaining to each other is not helping or solving anything. But anytime we have a meeting and they ask you guys got anything to say, everybody's silent. And I'm always the only one speaking up. Now, that, that'll backfire on you because you're the rebel and everybody else are the sheep. Yeah. So, of course, they got to get you out of there. Hmm. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I was in a meeting, right? Mm -hmm. Let me tell you how interesting and how prevalent psychology is in the workforce. I was working with someone, an owner of a corporation, of a company, Corp, same difference. And I was very calm. And people who personally know me know that she can come out. 
She was nowhere in the building that day. She could have been, but we had a conversation. I'm in this meeting, an individual is trying to use psychology on me. You seem upset. No, I'm not. The more I'm talk, you seem a little bit aggressive. I'm not saying anything. And I'm using the same <laughs> demeanor that I'm, I was using. Then I'm like, I'm not. And then I kind of finally came out of my days like, what are you talking about? <laughs> huh? What? Oh, no. No, trust me. No, I'm not there. And this person, for about two minutes, 120 seconds, this person proceeded. Are you sure? Because, and they started giving all these examples of why they felt that I was aggressive and upset. And to me, it sounded like holes that they found in their own self of not being on top of what they should have been, being the leader. Mm. It being the owner. Flaws. Yeah. You see flaws in yourself, and so you want to try to project something on me and then try to pull out my frustration and be like, uh-huh, see, I knew it. You're projecting frustration. What I and that's what I'm feeling. You know, no, you're, you're absolutely you ain't feeling right. nothing. I'm cool right now. I'm trying to hear what you're trying to say because... At the end of the day, I care about my craft. And so every test that you have with a client or a boss is a test of endurance and mm -hmm. critique. And I think there's a healthy amount of critique that everybody needs to go through. And I think there's a difference between critiquing someone and being a bully and, 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 and really trying to hammer them. You know what I mean? I think there's a difference. Delivery takes part in that, but if you have the ability to master yourself, which I work on very hard to do, for circumstances just like that, and you start to see someone trying to break you down, that person eventually had to stop. They were like, well, well I don't know. I just, I'm like, sorry that you feel that way. Not, nah, I'm sorry, because I didn't do shit. I'm sorry that you feel that way. Deal with you. Don't project your feelings off on me. And that's what a lot of bullies do. They project their insecurities off on other people. Mm. And they look at everything people say with a, a microscope almost. You know what I mean? Yeah. What do you mean by that? Why'd you, well, what made you say that? Oh, you don't mean what you just said. Well, then if I didn't mean it, then I wouldn't fucking say what I said. And what do I mean that? I mean what I fucking said, or I could have said something else. <laughs> Yeah. You know what I mean? Or I could not said anything at all. Like, what you dealing with? What's going on in your life right now that you're projecting this shit off on me? Took me, I'm, I just turned 36, took me 25 years to learn that. Mm. 25 years to learn how to just keep my mouth closed, to understand that everything I think does not need to be expressed not always right. I don't know everything. And when I start to think I know some shit, I don't even more. So I just learned to just shut the fuck up. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, it's, and, and that's very, I'm a lot quieter these days. I keep my headphones in all the time. So I don't hear anything outside of what I need to hear or what I want to hear. Mm -hmm. I program my day and I put what I want to hear. And sometimes it offends people, especially my Uber drivers. Because <laughs> they see my office and they're like, oh. And then they want to start asking questions and talking. And I'm like, 
Yeah. Thank you so much for this ride. But you don't ever just talk to him and say, hey, I'm 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 in my Never. zone. Well, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm in my zone. Give me a moment. Just drive in the no. most okay, polite so way. So I have done know. that three times, and this is the response I get each time. So the first time the person starts asking me like six questions while getting in the car that had nothing to do with the destination. And I politely said, you know. I'm going to hop into my meditation. I said, you know, it's really early and I don't feel like talking about work, but I would like to hop into my meditation. And they're like, oh. And I said, I'm sorry. Is it rude if I don't talk to you? And they're like, oh, no, 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 no. And then the second person, when they pulled up, there was nobody else in the car. And they're like, oh, you can sit in the front. I was like, no, I, I like to sit in the back and meditate. And they were like, oh. And I'm like... <laughs> So sometimes I catch the bus, not because I don't have money, not because I don't like. Is it because you're an entrepreneur? What, that I catch the bus? Yeah. Well, it's just because I don't like driving. I don't like driving. I can drive. I'm licensed to drive. But after driving in L.A. for 14 years and then Uber came out, I was like, yo, this is for me. Thanks. University for me, Uber and Lyft all day. And that, and I have a, a bigger a, a bigger goal of owning a home. And anybody who's trying to own a home knows that you should like not make any major purchases um, mm-hmm. just so that you can get to your goal and have a lower down payment. So I've, I've been on a goal. Um, outside of that, I don't mind catching the bus. The bus driver just says, hi, how you doing? You pay your money. You said, where the fuck you want to sit? You get up at your stop, and that's it. Occasionally, you have crazy people that try to talk to you, but you can always just be like, the blood, the blood. And they look at you like, you're crazy. And that just fixes everything. (laughs) But no, back to bullying, y'all, because what really sparked this, too, is that I started to me up like, yo, did you hear about the Nicki Minaj fight and the Cardi B fight created? Did you hear about that? Yeah. And... I was like, nah, first I was in complete disbelief. And I was like, nah, this is not the truth. And I saw it from my own eyes and I looked at multiple stories and I read and looked at perspectives and stories were talking about all of this started from online tweets and Instagram posts and people tweeting things and talking trash about one another and one person makes a comment and the other person feels like they need to defend themselves. And then the other person, because they have more status and have had more years in the business, they get looked at as a bully because this is this new artist, but then this new artist is having a lot of opportunity and they're bullying people and their lives in other ways. And there's only one way to hear it, right? From the but keep it, keep in mind, it's a workplace still. Yes, the entertainment industry is a it's job. It's still a business. Just like the WWF and the WWE are jobs, okay? And so Nicki Minaj and Cardi B got into this altercation, and they have the whole world up in arms. And shall we take it to DJ Academics? Shall we go to TMZ? Let's take it from the top. Let's take DJ, it top. rewind. All right, here we go. <laughs> We're gonna take it from the top. We're gonna do a screen share for this you, lovely folks. Well, they're giving us this lovely, ugly skip ad. Thank you, TMZ. Thank you, YouTube. And here you are, folks. Here's your see it for your own eyes, so that we can just talk in God language. All right. Hi, hi, hi. 
contest, the Cardi B Nicki Minaj feud comes to a head. We got video from Friday night at the Harper's Bazaar party, and you can see Cardi B approach Nicki Minaj and her team going crazy. Yeah, Cardi not happy with some online comments Nicki supposedly liked about Cardi being a bad mom. Cardi's people say she approached Nikki's table to address the lies Nikki was spreading. I love that. I want to address the lies as she goes beelining it for her table. That's how Cardi addresses something. Outside, Cardi lunches for Nikki, gets held back by security, takes off her shoe, whips it at Nicki Minaj. <laughs> Misses, leaves without the shoe, but did manage to get a second head. How'd she get that lump? Apparently somebody in security hit her. It looks like she's pregnant again with that lump. You can't get pregnant in your head. <laughs> Thank you, doctor. Later, Nikki seemed totally unfazed, but Cardi posted, I've let a lot of slide. I let you sneak this me, I let you lie on me, but when you mention my child, all bets are but it's like she was winning. She's still, She's still winning. winning. She is still winning. Nicki Minaj got to Cardi B. She's now shown her weakness. The fact that all the other stuff didn't get to her, and she goes, okay, this is my limit. I think you gotta set boundaries with people, man. Cardi's a bit of a hero. She's kind of just standing up. She's like saying, no more. And it worked. Today, Nikki apologized, saying, ha, 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 just kidding, that didn't happen. Fucking <laughs> freaking TMZ. Shout out to TMZ for that entertaining story of how these two now women that's the started fighting. There's fighting. more. There's more? Shall we go? Oh, carry Let, on, shall we carry let's on? Let's carry on. Let's carry on okay. into some more recent topics on Queen Radio. And uh, Nicki Minaj also discussing uh, certain issues after the effect. Yeah, did you know more. that she had her own? <laughs> did you know? Did anybody else know that Nicki Minaj had her own little radio show called Queen Radio? Well, I won't say yeah. little, like I'm trying to meaning. I'm just saying, like she had a radio show. How many artists are actually doing that? Uh, now is this more, the one, or is this the ever. one that you? This is the one. So, this so one here, this one here. This is where we're gonna start after okay. the whole feud. Shout out to Jamie Uh huh. After the whole feud, we have. All right, so we have Nicki Minaj discussing mm -hmm. uh, Cardi okay. B lying during that altercation and had her publicist filming the incident, hoping that Nikki got knocked out. And we're ready? Yeah, we're ready. Let me just say this. The other night, I was a part of something so mortifying and so humiliating to go through in front of a bunch of upper echelon, and it's not about white or black. It's about upper echelon people who are, I agree with her. you know, people who have their lives together. Yep. The way they pass by looking at this disgusting commotion, I will never forget. I was mortified. I was in Alexander Voltaire gown, okay, off the motherfucking runway, okay? And I could not believe how I with them on that. humiliated it all felt because... We, and I use we loosely, and I'm going to clarify we, how we made ourselves look. And I'm going to get back, but before I go, 
I want to say that I would never discuss anyone's child. And it's so sad that for someone to pin that on me because I'm the bad guy and they know people would believe them. So let me just go on record having said, I would never talk about anyone's child or parenting. I don't care about anyone's parenting. I don't give a shit. And it's so crazy to me that people always need to make Onika the bad guy. If you're right in whatever you're doing, you don't ever have to make someone into the bad guy. Just speak your truth. When you have to say that I said or did something that you know I've never said or did. I didn't see it. Where did, where, where was that? No clue. From? No clue. I, I flex. Just... I have no clue. I just want to let the world know that Onika Tanya Mirage would never, has never, and will never speak ill of anyone's child. I am not a clown. That's clown shit. And what is well, the other thing that's clown shit is telling or is telling the world that someone said something just so that you don't feel fucking dumb for looking dumb, for doing dumb shit. You knew that when that footage came out, you was about to look fucking dumb. So your publicist, who also looked dumb, standing there about to tape, thinking somebody's about to get snuffed or something, put the phone camera out. <laughs> that's not what, she, that's not what you be doing. <laughs> okay, so they hurried up and put out a statement. And you know what? I'm such I'm such an ill-ass bitch. I didn't even feel the need to defend myself that night and say, I didn't say this, I didn't do this, I didn't stop no bags. Give me a break. But I'm going to get it. I don't understand how the bags stop. I'm going to get in. It's a a bunch of lies, but I'm going to get into it. I just want everybody to marinate for two minutes. I'm finna come. But we did hear this woman who accused me of saying something about her child just say that nothing's off limits, even talking about people's kids. Yeah, let's take it from there. And shout out DJ Academics for that video. Y'all go check out his page. Check out those updates on, you know, the ratchet world. Creatively, how you feeling about what you just heard, sir? Man, I think if you if you don't want to look like that in front of upper echelon people, you shouldn't carry yourself how you carry yourself in the first place. Like you've been taking shots at her. They say preventative maintenance, right? Yeah. So now now you want to play the victim and you feel attacked. But if you wasn't harnessing that energy, then that energy wouldn't have been on you. Sounds like karma, you know. All right. So what I want to do is I want to get into the next sequence. All right. Just to fulfill this part of the prophecy. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So this video is Nicki Minaj says Cardi B is a disgusting pig who got women jumped over offset plus called black women roaches. Listen to this, uh, what do you call it? Enticing chapter. I just won't let you see the, won't let you see the bullshit. Are you a are you a black woman? 
your dead child, rest in peace to your child. She called your child a monkey and said, if you wouldn't have been doing some nonsense, that your child would have been alive. And she doesn't know you. Yep. The highlighted box. And you were hit up by her saying, ha, 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 that's good. That's why your baby died. And maybe they wouldn't have died. And you're calling your, your dead child a monkey. Yeah, she didn't hit me up directly in DM. It was underneath one of her posters as a comment. Oh, OK. We have the screenshot of it. I just wanted to hear it from your mouth because, you know, so very often I let people do a lot of bullshit talking about me and people right. around the world believe it, but they don't know what type of disgusting pig this person is. So thank you so much for calling. I will hit you back after the show, my darling. I'm sure the Shout bar would like to give you a nice lovely radio. donation, my darling. Thank you. Bye. <laughs> Calling a dead child a monkey, but telling people somebody talked about your child that never talked about your motherfucking child, so you can get some fucking sympathy points. Candy. It's called burn. <laughs> it won't open. It won't even open. Now we gonna get it. I'm done anyway. I'm just talking. Now we gonna get into things because I'm tired of people fucking lying on me. So we're going to get into some things. Now, you want to talk about stopping bags, but it's two innocent girls in a strip club right now that ain't did nothing but go to the strip club and get money. Now they can't get no money, so who's stopping bags? Because you got grown-ass fucking men showing up to where the fuck they at and where they work at. They can't feed their kids. They can't feed their fucking family. You can't, they can't feed their fucking family because you mad at what another man sticking his dick inside of. You mad. You mad at a woman for what a man is doing. And that's the problem with so many black women and women, period. Oh, because she not black. Because she refers to you black women. Oh, we got the receipts for that, too. FYI, she refers to black women as monkeys and roaches. Mm. Roaches! Mm. Just glad I fixed myself up before she got this show. To freedom! To freedom! These are the women going hard. Be clear. <laughs> now, I'm going to say, no. So there are two beautiful women right now who, who have been accused of whoever they slept with and, you know, whatever. And now, and so they were, you know, allegedly attacked and are cut up everywhere, but not, all, but not by women, men. You sending men well, to beat on women. I need some clarity on it. You said, say that one more time. I, I missed, like... Let me tell you, but I'm going to say it again, and I'm going to preface it by saying this. What's sad is that a lot of times a man can hurt a woman so badly that she no longer even knows who she's angry at. Correct. And what happens is, first of all, let's get up a 1-800 number for postpartum depression. Because let me tell you something. That's nothing to joke about. It's nothing to joke about. You just had the biggest blessing of your life with a child. You have attacked three women, one at Fashion Week, and left looking the way you left looking so that people could point their fingers at our culture and at our community and laugh at us some more? It was nuts. 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 It was nuts.
a lot of passion now like I, I i know from just certain tabloids and you know reports that you know we can't forget the remy ma situation that's why i'm i'm i'm, I, I'm slightly breathless because i'm like this is bully uh, this is there's a whole lot of bullying going on but there's a whole lot of karma going on but this whole lot of like oh, i don't want to hear anymore Chaos. Because there's a, as I'm like, it's like pot Kevin calling the kettle black, but then it's like these things that she's saying do need to be addressed because we're taking down Roseanne Barr's show. But then you have two, 20, two Trini women because Cardi B's mom is Trini. So Cardi is technically a black woman. Her father's Mexican. So she's a mixed but, woman. But, but forget about all that creative in this situation between Cardi and Nikki, who is the bully? They they both the bully and <laughs> this and this is this is what the kids these are what the kids are looking up to right now. Bingo. So where did, where does it come from? The adults. They training these kids to be ratchet and stupid and bullying. This is what they look up to. Ignorance. You have my attention. If I got a problem with somebody, this is how I end it. I get on the phone with you. We can meet face to face. Once you confront that, if they don't, if they don't, I had one person get on the phone with me. Everybody else, it was, it was curtains, nothing else. If it's a problem, I put my address online, show up. But you see, Cardi B did that. Cardi B did that. And it was where, where'd she do that at? A couple weeks ago. <laughs> where? I'll Google it really fast. It's not a part of this, but Cardi B did that. She was like, yo, pull up. Here's my address in Atlanta. Let me GTS real fast because like, when does it stop? Like, when do you, when do you get some act right in you? When you, you know what I'm saying? Like, you can't just be like, yo, pull up. Here's my address. Like, come on, I'm gonna put that Cardi B. But remember, a lot of celebrities always say they, they are not your children's role model. Yeah, but that's bull because well, kids she are going to look up to these people. 
So this is Cardi B. I have the footage. Creative, this is for you, my it's homie. Such a deep rooted. This issue. is for you and for and for our friends rocking with. This is. She tried to be articulate, y'all. When she when when Cardi B put the address up, tell about I'm over here. That's another situation like when Puff told the locks to pull up to the uh office. Styles P was like, Puff, you got the whole National Guard downstairs. Cardi B had all her bodyguards downstairs. No, it's the fact that she gave the commission. When do you when do you become mature enough to be like, why bring that to your area if you're if you're with your child, right? Any mom with a child under one years old should be with their child at all times, point, period, blank. And if you're an entertainer, then Beyonce has set the model, have nannies on tour with you. So when do you have time to invite someone to pull up if your child's there with you? Cardi My child strapped too. <laughs> <laughs> People. If you're a mother, do you have people pull up even if you have 12 bodyguards downstairs? Are you that brave? Do you even be brave enough to put a designated area? Because we looked at the address and the, area, the address was uh, obviously someplace that wasn't a residence, right? So mm -hmm. he's like, let's plan a fight. That's like, meet me at the school. Sounds like a setup to me. By the tree. Yeah. Near the house. Nowadays, that's a setup. You don't know. They, they but not why incriminate yourself? <laughs> but why incriminate yourself on social media and say this? Because what happens if something it's happens? It's social. Down it's social. No, media. no, no, no. Listen. Okay, so it's social, it's media. social media. Okay, so can that's I make the a point? point? May I make a point, sir? It's social media. Let's look at the years twenty fifteen between even 2018, no, 2014, between 2018. Remember there was a season where thugs were getting caught up on Twitter and Facebook because they were talking about meet me here, I'm gonna do this. And they went and ended up committing a crime and they had documented it earlier on Facebook or some type of social media platform. And then they ended up incriminating themselves. And so it's like, why incriminate yourselves? If you have to demand 300,000 per show, not have to, but if you're able, if you are in demand where people are paying $300,000 to see you in person, why would you go online and put a target 
on yourself or a location and let people know you about that life. Like real gangsters move in silence. Is that even a motto anymore? Not that I'm condoning gangsters, but I'm just saying, if you're gonna do something, telling someone that doesn't make you really smart or gangster, right? I don't think it's real gangsters moving silence. I think it's broke gangsters moving silence. Broke gangsters? No. no. Think about the Think mob. about politicians. No, honey. Think about the mob. Think about, okay, so I live near Las Vegas, right? And, and the, in Las Vegas was built, it's rumored, allegedly, that and documented factually, but I don't know how to say it politically correctly, but let's just say this. It is rumored that Vegas was established by gangsters. They, it was. They had organized criminals who moved in silence but they weren't moving that silence though they were they shooting were. up restaurants well let me tell you something no 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 well yes 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 yes, that yes, yes, yes yes that happened however the silence moving was why didn't law enforcement intercede sooner to prevent those casualties because that's the casualties of the big bullies who really control things and and say, okay, we can go step on that ant. Okay, you can use a magnifying glass to, to kill that ant. Okay, you can use a chemical to kill that ant. Let's know, let's all be honest that, and I always say the statement, and it's a factual statement. There are people that own planet Earth. Period. The government are their managers. Want to talk spiritual level? God controls all, but allows things according to what he already established. And everything is just kind of playing out according to what has already been said. We're all playing a role. We won't even go that deep tonight. Take it back to the fact of the matter is real gangsters move in silence. They implement a lot of shit to the point where it's happening and then you're just catching wind of it. And then you try to make a strategy catch up to them and if we're honest there's a lot of shit going on in plain sight and then by the time we catch sight of it we're like oh shit we were too focused on cardi b and Nicki minaj fighting that four of the laws got passed and now i have no rights to say shit because i expected the media and keep in to mind, inform me. we don't know about every law. That deserves a candy. <laughs> so the only real gangsters are the Illuminati, because we know all the other gangsters. No, so they weren't that Illuminati, side. you're Illuminati. Let me tell you what the word Illuminati means. I wish people would stop using that. And get some no, the Illuminati's real. No, Satan's real. Lucifer is real. Factions are real. Yahweh is real. The Illuminati. No, let me tell you something. I'm Illuminati. You're Illuminati. He's Illuminati. We are all illuminated individuals with knowledge. Every person on this planet right now living in 2018 is illuminated because we have the internet, okay? There's nothing you can't learn about. And the internet might lead your ass back to the library or lead you to speak and learn and talk to people to get more information, okay? We're all illuminated. Let's stop giving Lucifer too much credit just because the word Illuminati sounds fucking Well, remember, there are some people who believe they do not have a soul. Soulless people are people who follow Lucifer. People who follow Lucifer are people who will break down the image of God in any form, whether it be through religion, government, politics, any type of cultural organization that's on this planet. 
It's all Luciferianism. Let's stop getting all woo wah about the Illuminati. That's so 20, 2010. They, they hired you to say that. No, they didn't. I'm a, a well-educated woman that had an encounter. I've had two encounters, actually. That changed my life. And I will never be the same from those two encounters. And what it made me do was submit my understanding because I couldn't explain what I experienced. But I knew it was a real experience. And those of who were there with me through it, it was more than five people. So it wasn't, it wasn't a figment of my imagination. What I know to be true is this. Whether you believe it or not, and it's not my job to convince anybody of anything but love. The devil is real. And sometimes we are our own devil. Which is why bullying is something we needed to talk about. Because you could be an instrument of good or you could be an instrument of evil and good and evil exist. Right and wrong exist, whether you want to acknowledge it or not. Enough experiences will happen in your life to convince you otherwise. I promise it will. So the sooner you figure that out, the sooner you can position yourself to be an agent of good. Because if anything that this world has shown us is that things don't seem to be getting any better, but my personal belief system supports the power of the human spirit and it supports that we all want peace and peace don't look like kumbaya don't look like everybody agreeing and it doesn't even look like everybody getting along and it doesn't always come with a smile and i'm gonna give you that riddle it's a bit of a riddle what is peace go on your own journey i found mine i did and that's why I'm unapologetic in the truths that I've discovered. That's why I have this podcast. That's why I like a lot of different opinions because I welcome it. Teach me some shit because we're all learning and hopefully we learn how to be better people and treat one another. A lot of people are mentally ill right now, creative. Would you agree? I don't know. I think that let's men- expand on I that. I think that mental <laughs> illness is kind of the root of a lot of this bullying. We we have these deficits from childhood and these they don't get attended to and it creates a chemical imbalance within us mentally so that when we go through life and we grow and we mature, we reach certain glass ceilings within ourselves that disable us from maturing. And that's a mental illness because you're not able to function within society maturely to respond to things. You know what I mean? I think it's mental. I think it's a, I think mental illness is driving a lot of this bullying. Like we call our president mentally ill all the time. And they say that he has a 30% (laughs) chance of remaining in the white house, even though, uh, you know, there's a source that says he will run uh the entire campaign uh through 
So, you know, like, it's, it's just like, but where no. do we find that balance? Because they say he's not mentally fit. And according to exactly. the actual definition, a mental disorder, also called a mental illness or psychiatric disorder, is a behavioral or mental pattern that causes significant distress or impairment of personal functioning. Mental disorders are usually defined by a combination of how a person behaves, feels, perceives, or thinks. Mm -hmm. Now, there's an article we actually found on U.S. National Institute of Health Reports, and it reported that depression mm -hmm. is high. Why? In which state? Depression is high among youth victims of school cyberbullying, NIH researchers report. And there's a link that actually you can go to uh, in the in the box below, you know, in the comment section. We'll link to everything from today. Then there we go. No, no, I was just saying, because I haven't put anything in there yet. Yeah. So I'm like, we'll link to everything, after, you know, after the show, we'll, we'll put everything for you guys to check it out. Okay. Well, all right, so what we have here, National Institutes of Health, it's an article, uh, the title is Depression High Among Youth Victims of School Cyberbullying, NIH Researchers Report. Now, in this article, it says, unlike traditional forms of bullying, youth who are targets of cyberbullying at schools are at greater risk for depression than are the youth who bully them. According to a survey conducted by researchers at the National Institute of Health, the new finding is in contrast to earlier studies of traditional bullying, which found that the highest depression scores were reportedly by another category of youth involved in bullying victims. Past studies on traditional bullying show that bully victims, those who both bully others and are bullied themselves, are more likely to report feelings of depression than our other groups. Yeah. So, you know, we'll put the link below nih.gov and, you know, it's a serious matter. Creative. Do you still think that mental, mental health is not a factor in bullying? I just think mental health is being thrown around a lot and a lot of people just assholes. <laughs> As a self-proclaimed asshole, I must admit this is true, but I am also someone that's bipolar, according to the state of California. Um, we can rewrite our condition. We can. Certain things you can't come back from, but while we have the health, we have a lot more control over certain conditions that we write through our words. Like, you mm. know, it's just positive affirmation. I mean, a lot of people, a lot of people, no, I must admit, because I wasn't the best student. I wasn't That's, saying that part. At the time, it felt like it wasn't okay, but now that my higher learning has evolved, I'm thinking, hey, I'm okay with who I am. Mm -hmm. I have knowledge, I have wisdom, I have truth, I know how to combine all of those and move forward and walk my life without feeling like I'm missing out on something, but schooling is important, but how you teach is the root of all that's happening because there's, I call it lab and lecture. 
lecturing lab, you know what I mean? It's like going to college. So if that was implemented in a sense, or as a reminder for parents to say, when my kids are at school, that's their lecture. Yes, they have their recess as playtime. When they come home, lab time. Let's see what you learned today. And let's see how we can incorporate that into what we are doing in this new environment outside of school. I think it's just more about the awareness. That's why this discussion is important. It is important, people. Like, sometimes you have to turn off the internet and tune in to other things. If, if you feel or sense that your child's behavior is, you know, peculiar, I think that's a cue to ask them in question. And I'm um, so, sorry, <laughs> that's the cannabis in the Chardonnay. I think it's an opportunity to ask them and question them on what their social experience with school is like, or what their social experience is when you allow them to do their extracurricular activities that they may be outside of school. You have to tap into your children's uh, social lives and start to really see what they're dealing with. I, I didn't really have a social life. I had a mini social life because my my pops, my parents were all up in my bees knees. They, <laughs> they didn't leave room. Well, for those who don't have parents such as yours, look. I, I think, think a lot of us have look, parents that are look, in our if, business. No, but, but for don't. those, for those. Okay, for those. Because there are some people who do not have that experience. If you Facts. or a family member is experiencing bully, bullying go to www.stopbullying.gov and it can give you all the information for antidotes and how to protect yourself knowing that uh bullying really starts from the moment that child is in school per se you know mm -hmm. mostly junior high on. no elementary elementary isn't you have a 12-year-old yeah, black girl bad. that recently. Baby's kids, no. No, no, it's not about baby's kids. <laughs> it's about, like I said, it goes back to children not feeling validated. There's a little boy, his name is Warren Capra, and he put out a song called Bully Proof. And that's how we're going to end the show because I don't want to just chalk it up, excuse me, to adults. It's, it starts as early as ele elementary school. So we have to really tune into our kids and if we are adults, we need to mature and take and proper not, care. Yeah, take care of ourselves and try not to be a hindrance to others. You know what I'm saying? And try to understand that hurt people hurt people. <laughs> My therapist told me that. That was a moment. <laughs> but you guys know you're tuned into cannabis and shark day. That's what we do. We tune into what's going on in the world we absorb it and we have opinions about it and so i choose to roll up pour a little glass sip and share with you guys and talk about these things so the stylist creative doesn't partake but he has an opinion you know he partakes look he got the water yeah, bottle toast. he's, he's hashtag <laughs> all day so he's like nothing but water baby he's gonna be like boom ladies all at your point though no, seriously though, cannabisandchardonnay.com. Subscribe. If you like what you hear, we're here every Tuesday, 7 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 10 p.m. Eastern. We do have a way for you guys to support us. If you like what you hear, you can join us on Anchor, iTunes, Google Podcasts, everywhere that you can think of. Spotify also. I like Spotify. It sounds good. So I have to throw it in there because we are on there. Subscribe and support your people. 
Sin, she is New Day. Check me out. Get it done, still out. Stylist, what's going on with you? Well, music video on the way, interviews on the way. Um, I really want to dig into Gamma and, you know, just really just open the book, just open the book. The, the actual uh, uh, album cover, the actual album was was really meant for the audio base because I wanted people to understand my story and my environment, where I came from and what I am looking to achieve. You know, so diving into the visuals, I have a lot of ideas and, and they're they're on the way. Just stay tuned and keep it live on Stylus Radio, on Pandora Radio. Dope, creative. Let the people know how they can support hashtag Avernagles. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, y'all can find me, thecreativebully.com. And uh, I just want to say that I got a message from a um, kid I went to school with, and he was a what they call a nerd. And he was like, I just want to thank you for always being nice to me. And, um, like, it helped me get through school or whatever. So parents just tell your kids, like, you never know. Like, just be nice to people. Like, I still remember the kids that used to get bullied, like uh, Billy Ridings and Katie Rainwater, nobody wanted to, everybody used to run from her and stuff. And I remember in um, gym class when you had to do, remember you had to do uh, square dancing and stuff? <laughs> yes, they did all this kind of shit. Yeah, like I was her square dancing partner and I'm like a popular kid. And I'm like, like all that little stuff when people pick at people, like that didn't get to me. I was like, I don't care. Like at the end of it all, like growing, going up and going through school, all those people don't matter. Like you're all gonna move on, and you'll never see most of them again. Nope. So just tell your kids it's just a phase you're going through, and it'll be over soon. Like relationships and all that, all that crap don't matter. You're you're gonna grow up, and it's gonna be way stuff, a lot more things to do in life. So just talk to your kids and let them know that, and hopefully that'll help them. And that's all I got. That's right. And speaking as a former nerd, <laughs> focus on what's important because nerds rule the world. It's true. In like 14 years, how long? I've been out of high school almost 20 years. And in high school, I was always focused on what I wanted to do with my life. And the moment I graduated, I started doing it. And as I look back now, it's not something that I have ever regretted, the mistakes and all. So if you have to be lonely in high school, like Creative said, get through those hard stages and it's not going to last forever. So thank you guys so much for tuning in. And if you are bullying, you're tuning in, better stop that shit out because somebody's going to beat your ass one day, take out the earrings like Cardi B did, and in with a knot. No, I'm just Karma. kidding. <laughs> no, thanks for tuning in to Cardi 2. Cannabis and Chardonnay. <laughs> we'll see you next Tuesday, guys. We're going to be joining and talking about cannabis. I have four other awesome people that's going to be joining, the three awesome people that are already here. And we're going to be talking about what is it about cannabis? Why do people get so uptight about it and, and get like so angry and oh my god, you smoke weed, you're dangerous. <laughs> oh, roll it, roll it, roll it. <laughs> next week, but we're gonna talk with actual professionals, dispensary owners, organizations that are advocating for your right to legally consume and legally consume socially. So tune in next week, guys. It'll be our 26th episode and our fifth episode live and uh in person so thank you so much for your support we appreciate you all thank you have a good night Peace. Bye. get some sleepy tired <laughs>